Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Last Week in Basketball. A recap of some of the most important storylines and highlights that happened this past seven days in the NBA. I am your co-host, Mowgli, and sitting next to me, as always, the man, the myth, the Mal. What up, guys? Thank you for coming back and listening to us. Yes! Happy Veterans Day, everybody. Hope everyone voted. Happy birthday to my great-grandma. Happy birthday! Happy birthday to all the grandmas, born on the 11th. Mal, how was your weekend? It was horrible. It was horrible. <laughs> never get your house fumigated, guys. Never, never own a house. Don't do that. It's just ridiculous. But other than that, I did get to watch a couple of these games, so... That was, you know, the bright Basketball side. was the saving grace, yes? Barely. Ball was life. My family is glad I got to watch two games because I would have just ruined them. We had a lot of great basketball over the weekend. We really did. We got some Joel Embiid news. We got some Brooklyn updates. We got the injured list, some Lakers talk. I think it's about time we get into it. Let's just go in. First order of business. Malv, you're going to have to call me Joel Embiid <laughs> from the time yes. being, okay? <laughs> I love it, Embiid. Hulu sponsor or not, I'm still going to come out, whatever it takes for my team. You know, James, he's injured right now, so I got to be MVP. I think you got this, Embiid, and I'm, you know, I'm going to use that name this whole season because that game was purely dominant. 59 points, 11 rebounds, 8 assists, 7 blocks versus the Utah Jazz. 105-98, the victory is all that matters, really. Embiid outscored the entire Jazz starting five, 59-53. A very Kobe-esque performance especially when you consider it was a back-to-back. Mm-hmm. He dropped 42, 10 rebounds, and 6 assists versus Atlanta. Whatever it takes, Malv. That's the new theme for him. I love it. I'm loving it, bro. Like It was sick. I told you, this was one of the games I, I could watch. You say Kobe S, Shaq S, like early Shaq, except like Embiid added like the more mid-range like game. So he was dominant and very good footwork as well, yeah? Oh, yeah. She was just killing it, bro. Like, I was so surprised. Like, I haven't seen him run like this, like, in a while. I think he needed Harden to be out for a bit. Uh, probably the player of the weekend, yeah? Oh, yeah. See, the, just this performance. Well, the, the same with Atlanta, too, you know? Yeah, yeah. Next up, Darius Garland. You see that? 51 points, 6 assists. Yes, it was in a loss to the Timberwolves, 129-124. But Cleveland... This is for them? (laughs) Well, Mowgli, you missed one more thing from Darius Garland. We're talking about everybody's career best, you know, with them beats earlier. Um, Garland had 10 three-pointers in the loss against Minnesota. So 10 three-pointers is fucking hard to make. D'Angelo Russell, 30-12-2, who led the way for the Wolves. Moving on to the next player who had a pretty nice weekend. Luka Doncic, pretty nice triple-double, yeah, Malv? Yeah, you're going to need him to fucking throw up 42 points. And especially against the Trailblazers. Also, I know it was on Tuesday, but Luka, very cold-blooded game winner over the Clippers, 35-11-5. What do you make of all this fatigue stuff with Luka? He's 23. <laughs> right? Well, he's got so many miles, bro. He's been playing since he was 16. You could make that argument as well, yes. You could, but I'm not. Okay. I'm not making that argument. I'm not giving him an excuse. We were talking about this off-air, like... We've seen it the first week. This was his week, right? Like, this is his year it's looking like. And, like, him saying, yeah, I'm a little bit tired, but understanding that he has to change it up, I don't know. It is, like, a little alarming, you know? At least he's, like, aware of it. He also played pretty deep in FIBA ball as well. 
But it's just something to monitor. Next player up who had a nice weekend is Jason Tatum. Dropping 34, 8, and 5 versus the Nuggets. And then 43, 10, and 3. 7 of 14 from 3. Dude, I can't even do this in 2K. <laughs> I really can't. It's ridiculous. Like, <laughs> they were on one, bro. Yes, Tatum. Yes. yes, it was Detroit, but uh, you play the opponent in front of you. And those were some of the players who had a pretty nice weekend, Malv. Moving on to the next order of business, we got some updates from the Brooklyn Nets. Previously on the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> Steve Nash and the Nets mutually agreed to part ways. That was back on November 1st. I do actually feel like this was a mutual decision given like the turmoil that Steve Nash was having to deal with. Yeah. Um, you know, he's just trying to get his basketball stuff going. And then, <laughs> then Kyrie's gonna he's gonna do his stuff. So yes. Uh what do you what do you make of this? What's what's Steve Nash's future? No, like it sucks for Steve Nash, obviously, right? Like when you fucking lose a job, you're just like, man, piece of shit. But at the same time, it's a fucking good out. <laughs> I'll take it. And you know they're still going to pay his ass something. Like, they always do, like, whenever they out the coaches, you know? So, like, I'm, I'm like, it sucks. And we know he can get an assistant job again. You think he can be a head coach again? I'm going to give it, like, one or two seasons, I feel. I feel like, not that it shook his confidence or anything, but it was just like, man, I have to deal with a lot of shit these last couple of years. Like, let me take it slow and then let, let me get back into it, like, slow, I feel, you know? Like... Let me get into, like, loving basketball. Because I'm pretty sure he doesn't love it, like, right now. I'm pretty sure it's like, man, fuck, it's a job, you know? The interim head coach, Jacques Vaughn, was promoted to head coach on November 9th. He has ties to the Kenny Atkinson era. Uh, so it looks like he's a pretty good locker room presence. Everyone's saying it's a good hire. It's been a little up and down regarding wins and losses. Kevin Durant is getting buckets, mostly because he's the only one that can get a bucket. Kyrie's still suspended. Ben Simmons in and out of that lineup. And, uh, you know, there's some frustration now. Even more frustration. Uh, but, yes, regarding their most recent three-game stretch, uh, they went one and two. They beat the Clippers. But then they lose to the Lakers and the Kings, who drop 153 points against the Nets. On TNT, 153 points is the most points scored of any team so far this season. The TNT Kings are trending as the new mythical NBA team. But let's talk a little bit more about that Nets and Lakers game. Lakers win that game. What do you make of that? Our only saving grace and <laughs> proves that the Nets are the worst team in the league. All right? <laughs> yes, that was the battle of the worst. Durant in the third quarter was pretty nasty, though. He had consistent. He had back-to-back -back threes. Feel from the team. I think he had a four-point play, too. Um but yeah, you didn't feel it from the team. No, I didn't felt... feel it from the team. Okay. Yeah, like, Durant's going to do what he's going to do, fool. Like, he's just too fucking good. But, like, I want to see what's going on with this Kyrie thing after this five-game su supposed yes. suspension and all this stuff. Like, too much drama. Switching, like... yes, to, <laughs> to off-court basketball uh, activities. <laughs> Kyrie Irving was suspended at least five games um, in order to be reinstated with the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, he must meet certain criteria. Yeah. Uh, side quest. We've got ourselves a side quest. Did you see Dave Chappelle and uh, so his, good. his Saturday Night Live? So good. Yes. Uh, his opening monologue addresses Kyrie and Kanye Kanye, West. come on. <laughs> so, oh. so, yeah, go ahead and check that out. Uh, but, yes, moving on to the next order of business. The Lakers. Finally. Yes, this isn't designated Lakers talk, but we're calling an audible. We're going to call this segment How Anthony Davis Got His Groove Back. The Lakers. Defeat the Brooklyn Nets 116 to 103. 
Anthony Davis, 37 points, 18 rebounds. He was bullying the Nets. You oh, could yeah. see it. Uh, and that was like that dominant no, center. No, he was smashing it in there. Yes. He was smashing it in the hole. Lonnie Walker dropped 25. Uh, Russell Westbrook, 14, 6, and 12. But uh, you see the block on KD? Yeah, and yeah. Like, they gave him props still. Yeah, like, come yeah. on, that shit was hard. So, but let's stay on this. So, so we had in Beast earlier, right? Mm-hmm. And now we had Anthony Davis in this game. Is this not the Anthony Davis that we expect every night and we only see glimpses of a couple of times a season? He can do this when he's healthy. I'm sure he wants to do it when he's healthy. I think that's what it is. I don't think it is. I think he can only have... Yeah, I think it is. I think it's purely effort. And because I don't know if you saw the the post-game interview, Patrick Beverly, I honestly don't remember what they asked him, but he responded in the likes of, uh, we have to thank LeBron for this win tonight as well. For sitting yeah. out? No, he said something interesting. He said for finally calling out some players in the in the locker room. No, I haven't seen anybody report this, but Patrick Beverly was saying that, like, you know, finally, like, you guys don't see this in the media, what happens inside the room. But, yeah, LeBron called some fools out. Like, you know, like, he's finally showed up to be a leader, you know. Like, you could see that. Everybody, all, finally the bench members were getting in there. Finally, I know it's against the Nets, the second shittiest team. Well, now the number one shittiest team in the NBA. <laughs> yes, but yeah, it's I mean, not us. Yeah, it's not us. Be it's thankful. Them. But again, on Davis, though, like I feel like he could be like this all the time. It's just like he's not. Is this not who we thought? Like, well, just, hopefully just that this game. is the game. Hopefully this is when he gets his groove back, yes? Well, I hope so because he said he had Ham's back, you know? So, like, he it, the only way to have his back is to be like this almost every night. And to be honest, like, this is the reason why they want to give you the reins, like, afterwards. Like, if you could hold down the season and then make sure LeBron's healthy enough to the end of the third you know, weather season supposedly all of it counts, but you know, them crunch games at the end of the season and the playoffs, like he's got his groove back. He has to keep it. That's all I'm saying. After a very challenging first ten games, the Lakers sit at three and ten. <sighs> that is good enough for fourteenth place in the Western Conference. Very, very interesting Pacific Division this year. Anything is possible. <laughs> yes, it is. Thank you, Big Ticket. That's such an iconic phrase, though, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, I hate it. I hate it so much. It came at the expense of the Lakers, yeah. yes, but uh, anything was possible. The Lakers' next game is November 18th against the Detroit Pistons. That needs to be a win. I just guess. <laughs> and, hopefully, and hopefully LeBron... Can rest that game as well. Yeah, yeah. AD takeover. Yes, we want to see again. again. Show us, show us why. We Another one. For you. Another one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, moving on to the next order of business. Other NBA news. Hey, Malv, we got some new City Edition jerseys. Are you a commander? All day, full <laughs> city. I thought I was the only one, but you brought this up. Uh, if you guys don't know what we're talking about, so Charlotte's. New city, city edition, city <laughs> edition jerseys has its, uh, I guess it's its airport uh, signage or calling, which is CLT. If your <laughs> mind is very NSFW, uh, you can fill in the rest. Yes, but no, I'm not even <laughs> lying. <laughs> to quote Jay and Silent Bob, I am the commander. Lamella needs to be saying that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new catchphrase. That's a new catchphrase. But, what do you make of them, though? Yeah? What, yeah do you no, like the jerseys? It's funny. Um, Other teams, do you like them? Uh, I, I was not happy with our Laker one, our recent white one. and uh, A lot of, a lot of yes, a lot of people don't like it as well. 
How about you? you which one did you perceive? Oh, and um, you guys already know I already hate the Wizards stuff already. So. The Wizards <laughs> one was cool. Kyle Kuzma, he balled in that one. He had a nice game. He wants the offense run it. through him. I hate it. <laughs> Go, Kuzma. Kuz control. I love it. Uh, the Warriors one is a little interesting for me. Did you see that one? No. It's like a rose. It's like black, and then like at the bottom, like towards like their waist, uh, it turns into a rose. Go ahead and check it out. Pull it up. I'm pulling it up right. Okay. I low-key like it when you tell me it's a rose and I see it. Because before, before I look at it, it looks kind of like a kind of like a stain. Or like, I don't know, but it looks cool. Something different. They're trying something. A couple other interesting ones. Uh, the Phoenix Suns now have like a teal or a neon blue jersey. Um, and Philly has one that says City of Brotherly Love. Uh, so those are kind of the ones that stick out to me. Yeah, the Philly one. I, 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 like, I like the like Houston those. one in Atlanta. Those are cool. I also like the Toronto Raptors jersey. It's like the black and gold one. So, yeah, Detroit is unique, too. You know? it, it seems like a lot of teams are embracing colors that are not normally theirs, yes? I like so that because I told you I hate the Laker colors. Like, that's why I only buy the MPLL shares because I love baby blue. I love, like, even just a little bit of yellow but not too much. So I love it when teams, like, try something different so I have something else. I don't. I'm not even lying. Dying at the the turquoise. I get it from the Phoenix. You know, mm -hmm. I like it. I think that. See that that's dope. At least a different color to just you know this year. Mm -hmm. Shit, we got turquoise. You know, and as a fan, at least I could always pull out those that turquoise year. You know, and just match it with something. Well, keeping it not safe for work, Malve. The Miami Heat are in need of a new stadium arena name, and none other than popular adult film sites Bang Bros has decided to submit. A $10 million offer to name the new stadium the BBC. I love it. <laughs> the Bang Bros I, I wish Center. they did. I wish Adam, Commissioner, be super cool like you've been. Commissioner I Silver. Allow, allow it. Just be like, I'll allow it for two seasons. <laughs> two seasons so I can hurry up and get a ticket. And so it can say on my ticket, Lakers versus Heat at the BBC. Yeah, that's right. Think of the promo <laughs> No, I wanted to say Bang Bro Center. Like, come on now, no, no, guys. Th think of all the photo ops. <laughs> yeah, the Bang Bus right in front, bro. I want to take a picture right there. It'd be, uh, it'd be all very, bronze. <laughs> it'd be a bronze. It'd be a statue. <laughs> There's all the porn stars live in Miami, fool. That's another thing, It's too, the right? Valley or Miami. <laughs> and we're not talking about Phoenix. <laughs> What do you make of the Crypto.com Center now, then? Still hate it. <laughs> well, well is, is that a sign to come? Is it that better be Vivid Center. <laughs> <laughs> right? The Vivid Center. You Vivid got the Vivid Entertainment, yeah. <laughs> Vivid Entertainment Center. Yes. The vet. <laughs> the vet. I'm down. Yeah. Happy Veterans Day. Uh, they got to be cool, man. I wish more places were cool. I take it. It's 10 million. <laughs> Fuck it. 10 million for 10 years. That was the thing, right? 1 million a year. Fuck yeah. it. Yeah. So someone consider... Uh, that was funny. Just Very funny news. Yeah, something <laughs> different, something random. Let's go ahead and do the injured list. <laughs> Welcome to the injured list, where we recap recent player injuries as well as players returning from injuries. Let's start with the Lakers. LeBron James, he suffered a groin injury against the loss to the to the Clippers. The Clippers? Yes. I'm actually not sure. <clears throat> Remember, Mal, this was the same injury he sustained his first season, yeah, season with one. the Lakers, yeah. and that was the Christmas Day game. Get somebody to massage that. <laughs> Go to the BBC. Yes, right. <laughs> so, yeah, he's technically he's considered day-to-day. -day. Going to the Clippers, Kawhi Leonard. Uh, I don't know what's still going on. They're still beta testing the <laughs> cyborg, right? Uh, he, he's been out with a... Fine-tuning. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's out with a knee injury. Um, he's been out for a couple games now. We'll see what happens. 
And for the Celtics, Malcolm Brogdon. He is out with a hamstring injury. He's missed the past couple, three games. He's also on my fantasy team as well, so. <laughs> Not your season. Injuries. Part of the game, though. Part of the game. A couple players, though, Malv. They have returned from injury. LaMelo Ball, welcome back. He missed the start of the season with a knee injury, but he came out with the win, didn't he? He came back with the win, 15 points, six rebounds, six assists. That was against the Heat. You also have Seth Curry. Uh, he was out for a long time as well, but good to see him back. Back-to-back pretty good games, 23 against the Knicks and then 22 against the Clippers. And Suns forward Cameron Johnson. He will be out for one to two months to remove uh, after surgery to remove part of his meniscus. So, yeah, he is a small forward for the Suns. Okay, I think that's going to do it for the injured list today. Very quickly, we're going to do some Pacific Division talk. The Warriors had a really good game, though, against the Cavaliers. That was an NBA Finals rematch. Uh, Kevin Love was still there. Tristan Thompson was still there. Steph Curry, he had a nice little dagger. Finished the game with 40 points, making it Steffordless. Moving on to the next team, the Phoenix Suns. What are you making of the Suns right now? What are they? I think they're not red hot like they were the last two seasons, but like I said, they're cruising. They're still like third, fourth, but like you said, we got the injury to Cam. We have some kind of internal strife with Aiden, kind of, you know, CP3 a little slower, a little injured, and I think Booker's just trying to take it to the next level. So I think this is the year they're all like, we need to do it. And uh, let's talk about the Kings. Fuck, they've been winning some games. We have to talk about the Kings because they beat <laughs> No, them. no, they just had some games. They just won. They beat the Lakers and the Warriors. De'Aaron Fox. Killed it. He murdered us. Yes, he did. Ice in his veins. Very, very cold against the Lakers. Uh, he also came out and said that a successful season would be to make the playoffs. Finally. Keegan Murray, their rookie, he's kind of stalled a little bit. Uh, let's see if he can pick it up a little. Very quickly, let's do some Lakers stuff. Um, one thing, Mal, that comes to mind is I saw a report earlier that Mark Stein was saying that the Lakers are fearful or dreadful that they're going to have to give Wembenaya to the yeah, the Pelicans. Um, but that shit happens. It happens. It's life. We got a fucking championship. We got out Anthony of it. Davis, yeah. and you know, there's so many factors that go into that. Let let them let them have him. You know, that's, that's, we never we never even live through the draft, anyways, bro. We yeah. always trade up or wait for somebody to sign with us. Come Wemba on, Wembenaya is a great player. Um, if he gets drafted there, how he's going to gel health, uh, what like Zion, Brandon Ingram, like how are they going to thrive and CJ McCollum? So, you know, we got a championship and AD is looking like he's a, he's a solid player right now. As of this recording. (laughs) Yes. Right. (laughs) Always as of this recording. Oh, you always got to protect yourself, (laughs) Mal. That's the number one rule. Uh, Another thing to Russell Westbrook. How you liking his six man role? I told you, I see him like he's looked like he's energized. looks like he's having fun again. Again, I hope he keeps this in. Like, yeah, I'm the man of the two team. You know, like, I'm going to fucking be suited with them. Because he was, with LeBron out, he was gelling. He had some nice plays with AD, you know. They did have a very rough first 10 games. They are 3-10, and 10, <laughs> so. At least we didn't fire anybody. Yes, at least right. we're, at least, yes, at least no one is fired. And at yeah. least we're recording this on a high note. Um, one win. <laughs> three wins. <laughs> no, we snapped a five-game losing streak, though. Come yes, on. yes. We had we're two- on a one-game winning streak. <laughs> All the games I felt like we were losing it in the the fucking crunch time, the fucking second half, fourth quarter, and a third, you know? Yeah. But, again, this game, I know it's just one, and we're overhyped because we're finally one at one. But, again, if everybody could play like this, even the fucking benchers who are pu- actually putting in work, and maybe if what Pat Beverly said was true, like maybe LeBron should, like, 
maybe micromanaged the little kids or maybe there was a superstar too he said something to. Dis- disperse the duties a bit more, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. I like it. We'll know your what- role. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And also, happy birthday to Russell Westbrook. Happy birthday! He just turned 34 on November 12th. What? So happy birthday to the Brody. Got a nice little break right here. The next Laker game is on Friday, the 18th of November, against Detroit. Um, yeah, LeBron should just rest that one. Yeah. Just, just, yeah. We want to see how AD is right here. Let's just, you know, doctors. Remember our doctor mm-hmm. roles, right? <laughs> Dr. Malv? <laughs> Last thing before we go, games to watch. Malv, what are you watching this week in basketball? Saturday, November 19th. Let's see the Jazz and the Trailblazers. I think that would be a good battle. And all that jazz. It's not going to happen. <laughs> the Bucks versus the 76ers. That's going to be nice right now. I want to see Giannis go head-to-head with this M-Beast right here. Who are you taking, Malv? Ah, the Bucks. They're only like, what, 10-2? and two? That's right. Oh, yeah. You take the champion. And also on Friday, November 18th, the Knicks versus the Warriors. And those are just a couple of games we have circled. And one, one more thing before we head out. We want to do an in memoriam. Been a couple artists in recent weeks, Malv, gone way too soon. First one that comes to mind is the Migos member Takeoff. We also have comedian Gallagher, famous for smashing the watermelons. He was uh, super popular back in the day. Uh, Kevin Conroy, the voice Batman. of Batman. This was a staple in mine and Malv's childhood. Very, very unfortunate news to hear that. And another one, oldies legend, pioneer, Art LeBeau. October. Yes. So uh, it's been a while. Very unfortunate. RIP to all of them. We send our condolences. And that is going to do it for this week's episode of Last Week in Basketball. We hope you had a blast listening. We always have a blast recording. Questions, comments, anything like that, feel free to email us at malvinmogley at gmail.com. Subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast. And one more thing, follow us on social media, will ya? At malv underscore n underscore mogley. Malv, final thoughts. I'm hungry. And one more thing, beat the Bruins. <laughs> <laughs>